Hello, listeners. My name is Grace Teefy, and I'm a freshman at the University of Lynchburg. The topic that I would like to discuss with you is the Anthropocene. What is it, you might ask? Many geologists are debating on whether or not to enter a new epoch, which would be the Anthropocene or the Age of Humans. This belief is based on the fact that we humans have drastically changed our planet unlike any species before us. More specifically, in modern times, we have seen great change since the Industrial Revolution in terms of the quality of life, as well as the overpopulation increasing drastically. Another form of pollution as a result of human innovation is found in our air. Factories emit carbon dioxide and methane, which has melted our ice caps and caused destruction to our environment. With that being said, 30 to 50% of land surface has been transformed by human action. We use this land to grow our industries as well as support our human population. However, more pollution is created as a result. Following our trend of destruction, we have discovered a new form of air pollution as a byproduct of the Industrial Revolution. Chlorofluorocarbons are man-made chemical that are emitted from the production of aerosol spray cans. Crutzen and Stromer have contributed this entirely to human development. This in turn has created a breach in our ozone layer, which is vital in protecting humans from harmful UV rays. While the hole in the ozone layer is now shrinking, I believe this supports my point that we are in the Anthropocene, as we have created new byproducts of our innovation that the Earth has never seen before. This other form of pollution has created poor air quality, which I am sure our guest has noticed before on many of her hikes. Along with more countries becoming developed through industrialization, this revolution has created pollution like never before. Such materials like plastic and concrete never existed prior to the 20th century. Since these materials do not naturally occur on our planet and are man-made, they take longer to disintegrate. With the discussion of the Anthropocene, I believe that one of the main forces driving this is pollution, more specifically, plastic. In an article posted in National Geographic titled, A Whopping 91% of Plastic Isn't Recycled, Laura Parker discusses the effects of plastic. She says that plastic takes more than 400 years to degrade, so most of it still exists in some form. Only 12% has been incinerated. Additionally, less than 1% of plastic bags in the United States have been properly recycled. This highlights the fact that we humans are in the Anthropocene as we have created a product that can affect individuals for hundreds of years past our own lifetime. This in itself shows the true power and change we have had on our Earth. No species before us has been able to cause this much destruction. Many individuals have recognized this issue with pollution, so they believe that recycling their plastics is an effective solution to reduce their impact on the environment. This system, however, fails to be of any use. Most of these recycling bins are filled with products that do not meet the standards of recycling centers, so they end up being thrown away with the rest of the trash. Another solution the United States government uses is offloading our waste onto other countries. China was the primary outlet for disposing our plastic waste until 2017, 
However, much of it was not actually recycled. China is no longer taking our recycling, which is causing many problems domestically. Recycling centers are being overwhelmed with the amount of plastics being sent to them, and in many cases, are forced to simply put them in landfills. We as a society must devise a better solution to dispose of our waste, as we are only harming the environment with the current situation we have. An article published by the Environmental Health News discusses how the 360 million tons of plastic that we produce every year affects our planet. Noblouch explains that not only can the plastic debris be swallowed by animals, but it can also float around for thousands of years in the water. These microplastics pollute our waterways, so we inevitably consume them as well. These foreign particles can be harmful to our bodies. It is amazing to think that humans are able to create floating continents simply through our plastic consumption. This further supports my argument that we indeed have entered the age of humans as we have affected our environment to such a great extent. For the next part of our segment, I have enlisted the help of my friend, Alexa Wiley, to discuss the troubling effects of human impact on the environment. She is a wildlife conservation major at Virginia Tech and has gone on numerous backpacking excursions, ranging from a few days to multiple weeks. Alexa, please describe to our audience what exactly you do. Well, I work for Virginia Tech's outdoor program. It's called Venture Out, and basically what we do is rent outdoor gear and also lead all sorts of outdoor trips. We do caving, backpacking, canoeing, rock climbing, mountain biking, and hiking trips. The Blacksburg area is really beautiful and great for all of these activities. Our goal is to, of course, make sure participants have fun, but to also teach them about the beauty of nature and how to respect it. I've also been on a couple of Outward Bound trips. Outward Bound provides life-changing, experience-based outdoor learning and leadership programs. One of the trips I went on was a 21-day backpacking trip in Colorado, and the other one was a 15-day backpacking trip in Alaska. They were both incredible experiences, and they taught me so much about the natural world and why we need to protect it. Alexa, what is the most impactful thing you notice when you go on these trips? The thing that always strikes me is the obvious human impact on our public lands. Even the most pristine places I've been to have had clear signs of human destruction, whether it's trash or just a lack of respect for the land. It's really sad coming back out of the wilderness, where fewer no people have been, to see commonly used trails trashed. So many places that are supposed to be beautiful are now ugly because people think that their actions don't have consequences. They often don't think or care about the outdoor experiences of others and of future generations. Although our society as a whole has recognized the destruction we have caused to our planet, many question if our effects can be reversed. Rockstrom suggests that while we cannot simply reverse our destruction, there does need to be a limit set on the amount of pollution that we can create. The idea of planetary boundaries define the safe operating space for humanity and how much pollution the Earth can tolerate. We have already surpassed the maximum levels the Earth can handle for climate change, rate of biodiversity loss, and interference with the nitrogen cycle. I believe that plastic consumption should be added to this list as many landfills 
are at their maximum capacity. We are running out of space and options to store our waste. With that being said, I believe that there is still hope for future generations to come. While it is not that simple for everyone to just stop using plastic altogether, what advice would you give to our listeners about reducing their waste? The most important thing that we can do when out in nature is to follow leave no trace principles. There are seven principles. Plan ahead and prepare. Travel and camp on durable surfaces. Dispose of waste properly. Leave what you find. Minimize campfire impacts. Respect wildlife. And be considerate of others. A simple solution that we consumers can do is purchase sustainable and biodegradable products. When going to a grocery store, bring reusable bags from your home to carry your groceries in. While it seems like such a minute action, it saves the environment from having to store and decompose a plastic bag for a century. Another way to limit the amount of pollution that we produce is to purchase items with less plastic casing. There are many products that can be purchased in bulk and collected in glass containers. Lastly, when drinking water or other beverages, an easy way to cut down on the amount of plastic waste is to carry around a reusable water bottle. Our main focus as a society should be to generate the least amount of waste that we can in order to protect and preserve our environment. In conclusion, the amount of pollution humans have generated in the last few decades should be evidence enough that we should enter the Anthropocene. With that being said, one of the most destructive forces that has developed from the Industrial Revolution is plastic. It stays intact and degrades after a century, which has wreaked havoc on our environment. While we cannot simply reverse our damage, we can better our planet through limiting the amount of waste that we produce. These little changes can help protect our environment for many more years to come. Thank you, Alexa, for joining me today, and thank you all for listening.